Era, era, two heels in a phrase. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. Today, Jeremy. The real Jeremy saw us here. The real, you know him as the... Cousin Jeremy. <clears throat> the star of PWT Cast. Yep, you could definitely say star. Everyone listens to that podcast for me. The mm-hmm. uh, I think I think I've been on it three times now, um, but yeah, I'm the star. Definitely, yeah. you should definitely go up to to Scrump and Stank and just mention how Jeremy was talking shit to them. Uh, let's turn this into a, a pod war. <laughs> <laughs> let's start. Let's start. War. We, we could use war games, but maybe no, no, we can't. We could try to use war games. Or you can use blood, blood and guts. You can use the, the match beyond. You can use anything as long as there's two rings in a cage. I'm in. That that, that should be the name of the podcast. Two, two rings, rings in a cage. Two rings in a cage. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have contributed to every episode of that podcast, right? Basically, I produced. Mean, I, it, I think it was your idea. Honestly, those podcasts are heavily scripted. I write the <laughs> script the entire time. It's been really hard because I don't know a lot about the stuff that they talk about, but I. Google stuff and just write in like a lot of the movies I talk about I've never seen, um, all that stuff. But I mean, you make it work. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Yeah, so we've had you on before, but um, I think you know having a new opinion on freelance and how it's going. You know, we watched the last couple shows together. I have gone to them. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was a, I was shocked. <laughs> everyone was shocked. Yeah. People spit out their beer when I walked through the door. And, uh, you know, it would, I think it'd be great to just get your opinions on what's been going on since the sellouts have been happening. I mean, the, the ticket sales have been increasing since Paul Bear made a showing at the Halloween yeah. special. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Honestly, yeah, I'm the reason that. Freelancer, see, I I am the main person in the PWT cast. Yep. I've turned freelance wrestling a lot round. Um, I'm signed to aid. Oops, I'm not supposed to say that. Oh, oh wow. Okay, uh, we'll just cut that out, right? Yeah, cut it out. you yeah. should. Yeah. We should cut out that. That's fine. Edit. I'm the exalted one. <laughs> yeah, you could just make a graph and just put plop your face right on it, <laughs> and it'll just show the chart <laughs> screaming to to the to, uh, up and to the right after the Jeremy oh, effect took place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris, yeah. how you how you been doing? What's up, man? Uh, I've been all right. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, one day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah. One thing at a time. One day at a time. You know, you start to think too far ahead, and then you forget what's right in front of you. But uh, it's great to. Uh, we didn't record last week, and uh, my voice is hoarse, and I apologize for that. But you know, took care uh, taking care of some family stuff, and took care of some other types of travel last week, and. Now we're back, so it's great to see your face again. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about freelance wrestling, Send Them the Clowns. That happened Friday, February 7th, 2020. And uh, I think I'll let you take the reins as you as you do, because you're very good at break, running down these agendas. And I talk too much. And then in the middle, we have Richard's Power Rankings, some controversial stuff. Oh, man. I got <laughs> I got some beef to pick with. <laughs> we're gonna have some. We're gonna have some beef to pick, and then we're gonna get into Lucky Punks, which is a show happening this Friday. So if you're listening to this and the show hasn't taken place yet, please, please, please do us a favor. 
and send the link where you got the show, whether it's SoundCloud, whether it's on two heels on a face.com or an iTunes link or anything, send it to a person, you know, who likes really interesting or a person is going to a show and just say, Hey, on your way to the show or before the show, can you as, take as a buying, listen to this? As you're buying your online ticket, because yeah. you know they sell out. Exactly. You should be listening to this episode. Yeah, I think I think I mean I think they the crazy thing is this they sold out of reserved seating so early that no matches were even announced. No. But then whether they're like, Well, we have so much time, they actually like reconfigured and they added more seats. Right. Which is insane. I don't know where they went or where they're going, but um, it's really exciting time for freelance wrestling. Very smart. We were having we were having this conversation. the The first time they had the merch, the first time was the summer show. They had the merch tables on the floor, and then they took them away, right, or something like that. And oh, it was, so it felt very crowded because of the merch tables. But then the last sellout, it felt less crowded. But you know, you told me that the merch tables they took them away. Yeah, but then there was more no. people in there. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. filled every inch of that building. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know that there's definitely... At no point does owner of freelance wrestling, Matt Nix, want to turn anyone away. Uh, he's very proud of his product. Yeah. And he's a businessman. If they can <laughs> if they can go into the building, you'd want him in the building. Right. But the fact that they were, it was so full, they had to say, no, we, we cannot let you into this building legally. It just can't happen. Like that's how, like, hot and exciting freelance wrestling is right now. And yeah. it's, it's just a, a beautiful time to be, even slightly a part of it. Right. Um, or the sole purpose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> cool. All right, Chris. I'll let you take it away because my voice. If you, I don't know. Can you tell my voice is just? No, you sound fine. I feel like my I I sound stuffy. I've been trying to get over a cold as well. Yeah. But I feel like I'm healthy now, but my voice just sounds nasty no, as well. You guys both sound great. You're well, beautiful you. people. Yeah. If <laughs> anyone comes after you for those podcasts, I'll end them. Okay. You <laughs> have the power. There's a lot of stuff going around, and I saw, I was, I saw, are you, any of you guys Weezer fans? Anyone? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Not hmm. a huge one, but a huge right. one. I saw them live Sunday night in Arizona. So I think it was like a combination of like Corona Seltzer, not to be confused with coronavirus, and. <laughs> And screaming Weezer at the top of my lungs that Wait, has put me in this position. There's a Corona seltzer, like a name a name a brand. It has a seltzer now, man. Bud Light seltzer. Is, is there a Corona seltzer? There's a Corona seltzer, bro. The whole any the whole festival I was at, there was Corona and Corona seltzer. What does it even taste like? It tasted it. T- they all taste kind of the same, but you can tell some are just like sp- spiked with more alcohol, like Four Locos seltzer, which oh, I've also had. That's considered a seltzer. No they have way. a seltzer. Oh, jeez. They, yeah. they, it, theirs tastes harsher. Like, there's a lot more alcohol in it, which is, I mean, it's for loco. And yeah. um, their their catchphrase is the hardest seltzer on the planet. So, yeah. Um, and then, so I'm still a really big, huge fan of White Claw. And then, like, Corona's was, like, a little lighter, but a little less flavor. It was, like, a little, it tasted a little less artificially, a little less flavor, though. And they still go down quick, like seltzers do. So, so like, closer to, like, a... LaCroix. Yeah, maybe closer on that scale. Mm. With White Claw in the middle and Four Loco on the way other end of it looks like some it tastes like someone kinda of poured vodka in this oh. beforehand. That doesn't sound good at all. Yeah. It's it's who's ever I don't want to bury Four Loco because I you know, I, I work with them, but they do you know, whatever 
Whatever, there's a preference for anyone who wants to be a buffet now. Is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> the seltzer game is a buffet. The seltzer game is a buffet. Absolutely. Okay, sorry to get off topic there. But. No, it's all good. I had no idea that they had a seltzer, but mm-hmm. hey. All right, so sending the clowns, massive sellout, turning people at the door, turning people away at the door. Um, mm-hmm. Kirby does his regular intro. Everybody's getting hyped up. And he's about to announce, you know, this is how we get started, uh, you know, whatever, however many eight-man scramble or whatever he was about to announce, yeah. but he gets interrupted by GPA. And at that point, Kirby's just like, are you fucking kidding me? And he said that on the mic, so <laughs> I heard that. Um, and so we were off on our way with a tag match, uh, which was Jesus Bryce and GPA versus the Soul Touches, Acid Jazz and Marche Rocket. GPA cucked the scramble excitement. Man, I was... Everybody was hyped. Everybody was ready to go. Yeah. I mean, and the scramble's always real exciting to start off because, like, there's no scramble where the referee has any control. Mm-mm. Like, honestly, if if freelance wrestling can find a licensed referee that can control <laughs> eight people at the same time, they wouldn't need anyone else. I Wait. mean, sorry, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> sorry, Clark. Was Clark it? was actually in charge of roughing this tag match. Yes, man. The tag match. The tag actually, match is right. It was pretty. He's pretty in control of yeah. it for the most part. But a scrambly. Yeah. yeah. Clark's lost some weight recently. He's been very open about that. You know, he's he's a little nimbler, a little quicker out there. And uh, you know, we love Clark. Did you listen to the last episode we had with Sam Meadowood? So we, I think we promised to be a little nicer to the roughs. Uh, I oh, so I should then <laughs> come right out. Um, I have not so. Huge support of the pod, Jeremy. Yeah, I've been. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Um, I'm a little behind on this one. No, no. I'm not supposed to put you on this one. I'm not going to listen to this one because I can't listen to myself. So (laughs) So you didn't listen to all the three rabbit holes of YouTube we did? No. That was was podcast gold. Hey, I I know. I was there when we recorded it. (laughs) Especially at hour four and a half. (laughs) Jeremy's like, they keep keeping me in this room. When is this going to end? Yeah, I was really concerned when you locked the door, but I was like, oh, maybe it's security (laughs) for them, but no. We blamed it on the clean lady. Uh, Not coming, yeah. Um, All right. So back to the sending the clowns tag match. The soul touches, pick up the win. We're just going to run through the card and we'll touch on some matches. We'll soul touch. Well, Soul Touch, um, Soul Touch is there. They've been like a tag team for a while. You could tell in the match, like they definitely. Yeah. Apparently, they had some history. Yeah, yeah. yeah, within freelance. Like I've seen them elsewhere, but also like they do a lot of freelance underground. And yeah. apparently, it's been a thing for for a while with yep. them. Yeah, and GPA has taken a couple pins as of recently. I think both Bryce and GPA tag matches. Yeah, GPA slipped up, but he caught like a kind of with like a almost like a three a version of a three D version of the Shatter Machine. Yeah, yeah, some some flatliner, yeah, type of yeah, and some double team and uh, and some extracurricular activities happened after the match. Those people just materialized. Jeremy was dressed as one of the following. No, I, was, <laughs> I never will. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's a dark place there. <laughs> so Bryce, um, what was he? He's calling Jazz out, uh, but he, Bryce was on stage and Jazz was in the middle of the ring. Right, calling him out. No, reverse. Wait, the other reverse. Way. It was a reverse. Right, yeah. Bryce was Bryce in the ring, in the ring. Bryce and he was like, ring. "Come get what you yeah. what you want." Ah, uh, yeah, you sorry. Know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the following came up from uh, underneath, underneath the ring. The ring. Yeah. So we were talking about this. Those people had to be underneath the ring for like what an hour plus, I guess, because people people had to come yeah. in and yeah, unless 
it's unless it's they dark materialize. Magic, you know, like, <laughs> you, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, what Bryce can do. Like Elena Black was casting a spell backstage. Yeah, it's possible. Right. Although I noticed one person was not dressed in white. I think there's two that were in all black, except for the yeah? mask. Maybe yeah. those are like the captains. The most evil. The most evil. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. They've sacrificed the most goats. Yeah. But then, the mo- <laughs> yeah. That's scary. So Bryce got his revenge with the help of his his cronies. Um, yeah. And that that's gonna lead us into something for next show. Yeah. The 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 feud that we thought was once done, and they just keep going at it, and then you know it's. I'm all about it. Give me some more. I'm all about it. There's a couple feuds on here that are just like undercard feuds that are really doing well and are like a little overshadowed by Kylie's awesome run right now, but they need to be, you know, given their credit. This is absolutely. Um, So that match was followed by the scramble match where we were that we were expecting at the beginning. Uh, This was refed by. Our friend Sam Meadowood. I noticed that you have that for all the matches. Is yes. Because okay. I was like, you know, I, I, I missed when they used to introduce the match and the ref. I'm like, mm-hmm. why don't we do yeah, that? that? So mm-hmm. as long as I know the refs, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them in there. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, refs need love too. That's right. Um, so this scramble match was composed of Gregory Iron versus Ricky Shane Page versus Dan the Dad versus Elena Black versus Laney Luck versus Kobe Durst versus Trip Cassidy versus Atticus Kogar. And it's another stack. They've had a nice yeah. run of stacked like, scramble matches. Yeah. Like there was a, like a long time ago, scramble matches would be people that I don't know who you are. They're good because freelance isn't going to It helps you get introduced yeah. to the freelance crowd. Yeah. But I mean, these are all names. I mean, multiple people have challenged for titles. Right. Um, like this is Gregory Iron. This is apparently his 13th consecutive appearance at freelance. Yeah. That's over a year. That month like, to month. <clears throat> you forget about that. That's yeah. surprising. Absolutely shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, you, know, they, you know they got that bankroll now, so they can afford all this. <laughs> <laughs> afford all this awesome talent. Bring them in. Ricky Shane Page was recently on the Stone Cold podcast. I don't know if you guys listened to that. I did not. No. He's kind um, of been branching off into the independent guests too. Yeah. So he like did so Stone Cold a, a while ago. Did uh, did an episode with Gregory Iron. They right. became good friends. And then it seems like Gregory pushed for Ricky, Ricky to be on the Austin podcast. And uh, they had a good talk. I mean, he talked a lot of his, like, deathmatch stuff, which is stuff that Austin doesn't really touch on. Yeah. Um, so it's a pretty good listen. So um, I would definitely recommend that. Awesome. Um, competing podcast recommending? <laughs> always. But we've got to put people over. Man. At some point, they'll put us over. Austin will give us a shout out. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> no, no. I think I would just Stone Cold. We're coming for you. I think we would just tell we're gonna Mar- take you down. <laughs> I would just quit my job. I think and just and just just call it a, call, call it a life. life. Yeah, call it a life after that. Um, oh, and I mm-hmm. from this match, the biggest thing that I take away: a man ripped another man's nose off in the middle of that. Yes. Oh, right, like. <laughs> I understand it's 21 and over, but, like, come on. Like, the gruesomeness of that. Like, that's, like, whole, like uh, Tyson Holyfield type stuff. <laughs> then he put it back on, too. Yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> he put it back on, bro. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine you can smell the same after that. Like, No. Man, I, I became nauseous about that. <laughs> but, hey. It's like death match. Some people like it. It's a buffet. Yeah. It's a buffet. Yeah. Was it some people like buffet nose yeah. 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 But the, yeah, the Dan the Dad ha- antics have to be mentioned. 
as hysterical and a crowd relating. I mean, yeah. experience. And he like he has really turned it on so quickly because I remember I was at a show last year. I think it's Black Label, and he was just like a regular wrestler. He was good, but nothing. As Dan the Dad? Or no. No, no it was Danny before. Adams, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah. Danny Adams. Like, right. oh, he's good, but like nothing. And then all of a sudden, you're like, this quick transformation into this amazing character. <laughs> like, with the New Balance shoes. Exactly. Like, he's not getting knocked down because they're New Balance. Exactly. The hurt back. Right. The back's always yeah. aching. Like, it's, you can tell that he's, he's found something he can really jump fully into and you actually can see like the the genius of the person behind right it. so it's it's pretty amazing but that gimmick has diminishing returns because as he grows older he he might officially become a dad and then you got what do you got to do well, with the gimmick it, it, it just becomes even more himself <laughs> dan, the, dan yeah. the kid he yeah. does benjamin no, buttons no, it. He's, he's still dan the dad eventually <laughs> becomes dan the granddad yeah. okay like you know uses a walker and stuff like exactly. that exactly uh, so a few things to point out. This is so Laney Luck has had four consecutive wins at freelance, including scramble matches. Yeet. So I don't I don't know why. Like we've seen a couple of scramble wins, and all of a sudden you get a title shot. I don't know why Lady hasn't gotten a title shot. I just just think, pointing it out. I just think she has a bury Elena once and for all in that. That's coffin. true. Yeah. I wonder if Laney shows up on some power rankings later. Hmm. 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 Good teaser, hmm. good teaser. If she doesn't, will you throw that water bottle in front of you at the wall? No, but I no. will I will find Richard. Okay. <laughs> you will find him during the shift. Yeah, I know he where, feels I know where he comes. works. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kobe Durst is back at the scramble after losing last month against Kylie. But yep. she, he lost, but before that, he won that slot because he won a scramble. Yep, yep. Um, so... You know, surprisingly, he wins here again. Absolutely. So he's, you know, also racking up wins in scramble matches. Yeah. It's a good way to keep him relevant because some people we know think that Kobe just doesn't get enough I feel like wins, he doesn't. Basically. I feel like he doesn't get enough love in general. Like, he, he's a, you see him as a good wrestler, but it's it takes certain, uh, whether storylines or certain matches, to point out that he's, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was one comment. This is the last thing I want to say about this match, but um, that made you pop, Jeremy, because Trip Cassie is the ima- the imaginary friend, and someone was like, "Someone didn't someone shout like he's not even real?" Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was yeah, good. that was, was not a lot of people got it, but I was really impressed with that. Yeah, just, <laughs> like how can he hit you? He's he's imaginary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, hey, I mean, there are a lot of hallucinations and imaginary things that you feel are so real that like you if someone if they hit you you'd go down just you'd assume that they're actually hitting you right that's so a little trippy sense. right yeah i think the match was full of it maybe the note the nose uh the nose thing was imaginary oh my gosh what if that <laughs> we probably blame, all right blame elena black for casting spells again on that one all right this match was followed up by fatal four for the IWTV Independent Wrestling Championship. The ref here was Clark. And this was Warhorse, who's the champion, took on Tony Deppin, Eric Cannon, Isaias Velasquez, with the Academy, came out with 
uh, with Isaiah's, Dean Jacobs, and Ashton Braben. You know they officially said their name is Violence is Forever now? It was official. Is it? Official, yeah. They said that's the name. Mm. So I'll call them the Academy. <laughs> I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. It's like, it's not like a Sears impressed, Tower situation. <laughs> right. You'll never change it. Yeah. Uh, t- yeah, Tony Deppin's a, nut, uh, on a weirdo, but a good weirdo. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think my favorite thing was just seeing Warhorse, how it, all of it, his offense now is just infused with his gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like... That's kind of like that's kind of like a common theme. It's like if I'm going to be this person, what would this? What kind of moves would this person do? Right. When like, he's getting slammed into a turnbuckle, it becomes he's just headbanging. Right. You know that is an example. Mm-hmm. Guitar slide like yeah. thing off the ropes. So yeah, you got to really infuse. If you're uh, if you're this kind of outlandish character, this kind of outlandish character has to like take a wrestling move and change it their way. Yeah. I mean, it, you're seeing a lot with like. <clears throat> the quote unquote like bigger indie names that are starting to make like Dan the Dad, like Warhorse, mm-hmm, yeah. like Dan Housen. Effie. Effie. Like they're all like they fully embrace their character and they're they're not you, you it does to the point where you don't it doesn't feel like a character anymore. Laney Luck. Doing yeah. the, the the party unicorn the Yeah, yeah, yeah I so fully yeah, so. believe that <laughs> yeah. Laney Luck likes to party <laughs> yeah. wait you can on. tell explain what you said it doesn't feel like a character anymore no, is it, it almost just, like above it's that? like yeah it's like they're fully cause like go back to like earlier mid 90s WF gold dust mm-hmm. he was so invested in it that mm-hmm. you could tell like it was like oh this is this is a androgynous mm-hmm. weirdo yeah. Um. And like to the point where you heard stories that he was going to get breast implants. He's like, "I'm fully committed to this. I'm going to live this the rest of my life." Thankfully, he didn't. Um. But like, it's like that where you, you're so invested into this that it, you become like it's it's no longer you're no longer acting. It's not a it's not a disconnect from the character you you try to be from the wrestler that you are yes. in the ring. Like it, it all flows together exactly. And I think it That's becomes easier when you are, when you live it. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe Dan Housen lives in a blimp. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Like, where else would Dan Housen live? Like, he can't live on Earth. Yeah. Right. No, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. That, that you can have an awesome gimmick, but if it doesn't translate or continue to, I guess, translate, if there's a drop off where mm-hmm. you're like, you're, let's say the person is like a serpent man, but then in the ring, he's not. Is that am I just yeah. a, a no. serpent? <laughs> you think of serpent like uh was Osiris, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obsidian. Ophidian. Ophidian, there you yeah. go. Like he has snake level moveset. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like it and that and he's been successful for a long time. Like he's was in Chicago at ten plus years ago. Sure. Yeah. Like I think that and then you're seeing that so much more where people are not just like, oh, I'd be cool if I'm a pirate. Right. They're Space like, monkey. Yeah. He's full on pirate now. Exactly. Like he just happens to be a monkey. But he's also a monkey. But uh, we'll get to Space Monkey later. All right. Yeah, I'll get to all right. I think, well, I think we're all saying the same yeah. thing. Chicago Street Fight. This was the Taking Home Wreckers, Darren Corbin, Bucky Collins, and Mikey versus the four star heroes. Yeah. Matt Nix and Chris Castro and Kenny Sutro. Yeah. This was refed by Andy Two Juice. I think, I don't know if we mentioned, but Warhorse retained his title. For the 26th time. Yeah, for that yeah. last match. The winners of this were 
the four star heroes and Kenny Sutra. And this is another one of my like Kenny. I thought Kenny Sutra, you you went away. He wasn't on shows for a while, and I mean, I think he showed great range. And this is another one that was completely. I, I did not see a few this long happening yeah. with Sutra. And this good. Well, and right. He was in beta for a while. Right. 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 But, but they, they all like yeah. it all kind of got distorted after yeah. a while and he he became a filler with the home records yeah and then like that just took us down a path that i did not see and, and I'm, I'm like that that's cool that there was some progression with that like it wasn't it wasn't just like let's wait for mikey to get back yeah they right. utilized that to their favor exactly he's mm-hmm. just been a sub kenny suit just like you're, you're sub you just su- he, you sub him in but then he goes away after he's done subbing but he's he stuck around this entire feud and made it really really good. It was a mm-hmm. complete completely underrated feud. Like not enough people were talking about it, and he showed that he at first he was being the dickish stuff, which he did in beta, right? And then he became the hero stuff of like hero and revenge. Um, so yeah, I think and who I think better like, to call on his side than the four star heroes? Exactly, he's been the most overperforming. I think person like exceeding expectations person. I think this year so far. Yeah, well, the, it's only two months, but I think yeah. end of last year. <laughs> end of last year, we'll too. Like, yeah, we'll count, yeah. We'll count the last four. No, it's been a good run. It's been a good run. Yeah. And what's great is, like, he was a freelance original. He was on the mm-hmm. first show. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people. Like, Warhorse was on the first show. Um, obviously, the four-star heroes were on the first show. Craig was on the first show. Like, it's crazy that we're coming up on six years yeah, and there are still those people that are like the the heart and soul. A freelancer still a big part of it, and I think that yeah, that's pretty amazing. I think that's a. I mean, that's a huge reason why they've been successful. I think is they they will take they'll take risk on people and they'll stick with people, and it's it just Consistent. like all of a sudden kind of paid off, you know. And then you mix in a little Jeremy Zaha, and you mm-hmm. got cha ching cha ching. Man, yeah, I have I haven't been booked for twenty twenty yet. I'm on a streak. You, I'm on you, a streak of one a year. Are you still? Are you now accepting bookings for twenty twenty? Ah, sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, most of it I'll do for free too. Um, <laughs> the real Jeremy Zaha yeah. at, at uh, MSN.com. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> at Juno. No, I, I, I think it's uh, Netscape. 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 Yeah. Netscape.net. Dot net. Cool. Okay. Signings and bookings. <laughs> All right. So this match led us into intermission. I don't know if you mentioned Four Star Heroes picked up the win here yeah, yeah, along yeah. with yeah. Kenny Sutra. And Kenny Sutra, at this point, so after this match, he pinned Darren Corbin. So that means he pinned every single ticket home record mm. month after month. Yep. Yep. He, he is superior to them. He's climbing the mountain. And my, my mom is calling me. No, no, mother. Oh, man. Oh, tell her say. I will. Eventually. Put her on the pod. No, yeah. she's too expensive. I thought about it for a second. No, it's fine. You know, she just she's not taking bookings. No, yeah. she just she just yell and she'll just yell. Oh. Okay, okay, that's okay. All right, direct that energy. We need to direct that energy <laughs> for the moment. <laughs> All right, so coming back after intermission, we had the freelance legacy championship match, uh, Fe versus Project Monix. Fe being the current cha- the current champion, and this was ref by Jeremy the ref. Yeah, not me. Not, not you. you. This was very interesting. Like they, they, they had a lot of uh, how, how would you say it? Like funny spots, but it was it was their 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 character in, into a move set, right? A lot of that Effie stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, but it was all like mind games and Monix was, you know, trying to combat it. And Monix had the white gear. I always prefer when he has the white gear on. I'm a sucker yep. for that. Yep. I agree. Um, nipple biting, titty twisters. Hey. <laughs> Andre it takes. Oh my. Hey, as soon as nose ripping off became a thing in the show, like anything goes, I think. It seemed to me at the beginning of this match, Monix... Like, Effie wanted to go into his mind game me weird stuff, and Monix was like, let's wrestle. Mm-hmm. And, like, Effie, like, couldn't get out of headlocks and stuff, and, like, had no momentum at the beginning of this match. It was kind of cool. Monix is, like, put on a serious face, but then some t- at some times, I guess you gotta fight titty twisting with nipple biting. Sure. And they've, they, I mean, they've been, like, working together for the last few months, so, like, right. they knew each other really well, so... It very much was a who can get advantage first. Like, if I got to use my teeth, I'm going to use my teeth. Like, yeah. Whatever I got to do to get a, a one up mm-hmm. on someone who know who conceivably knows my next move, um, you got to change it up. And yeah, it was for a belt. And Monix has never held a belt at freelance uh, wrestling. Freelance Underground, he has. I don't think he has a freelance wrestling. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. Monix is, to your point, do anything like school scratch and claw. And do anything then was, to do was that. This yeah. the, so I, one, one thing that I put on the notes, because it's the first time I noticed, uh, that people are taking out their phones during Effie's entrance, or is that a thing? I So... To or, record it? So, no, like the, no. their phones, uh, the entrance oh, with the sorry, light. Like the you know, fireflies. Like, people used to use lighters yeah. back when smoking was more prevalent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's all phones, which is probably for the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I noticed that because I, I was re-watching the show. I think... It might be more common, but the where I always watch it is like the right. back. So all we can really see is the stage, and there's not a lot like of people. The backs upstairs. of people's phones so, without yeah. the lights. So we don't notice it. Yeah. I, it might be. I don't know. Yeah, well, I noticed well, that. I thought it was a great touch. Well, uh, shoot out to the the people out there. Uh, if uh, if we're wrong and they do it every time, like shoot us out or shout out on social media, comment on this. Mm-hmm. Like uh, let's, yeah, let's engage. <laughs> yeah, you can. Rip Jeremy a new a hole yeah. in the comment section. Oh yeah, go yeah. absolutely tear him up. You can tweet tweet <laughs> me directly. I'm not entirely sure how to use Twitter. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, on a serious note, uh, well, let's have no conclusion, it. right? Because there was yeah. a DQ. Uh, Mark Wheeler comes in and and just attacks both wrestlers. So by default, Effie you know keeps his title. And uh, why why does Wheeler interfere here? Like, we hadn't seen him in a while, and he's demanding a title shot. Because he's the golden gun, and he wants some gold, and he's sick of only being a guy in scramble matches. Yeah. And, I mean, realistically, though, like, if you think about rankings and everything like that, Wheeler was never going to get a title shot without doing this. Like, it's true. There's no, there would be no reason why Mark mm-hmm. Wheeler would be challenging for a title. Like, he's, does, he's not there every month. Uh, when he is there, he's in the scramble. He's a known quantity. Like, everyone mm-hmm. knows who he is, but he's not... He doesn't have that that build, like, a bunch of wins in a row. Point. Um, you gotta do something drastic. Yeah. Steal I mean, the belt. Exactly. I mean... Oh, that's right. He steals the belt. He takes yeah. it with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to... Because you, you know that uh, the officials did not make this a title match. You know, Effie was so upset that he demanded it. Like there's only, that's the only way it would have happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to get Effie that upset, you need to do something like that. So, I mean, it's a smart move by Mark Wheeler, right. but hopefully it doesn't get confiscated across state lines and 
he brings it back to for to actually have it be defended because he's a Canada guy. So oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe it leaves at the border. Yeah, so <laughs> when he comes back, he picks it up, leaving it in a, a hollow yeah. rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and uh, Monix is, I guess, is taking some time off. So wish him the best. Recoup. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, burnout's a real thing. I don't know, I'm not sure what's going on, but whatever his reasons are, is I, I, yeah. at the end of the day, I just hope it's a break because yeah. we definitely love him and we, we want to see him in the ring. Yes, we support him either way, but we want to see him back yeah. for sure. Uh, freelance, te- freelance Tag Team Championship match, uh, Space Pirates versus the Gymnasty Boys. Space Pirates are our current champions, and the ref for this match was Mr. Sam Metawood. Yeah, this was, I, this was, I thought, the match that... Okay, so I'm going to say... We know you our can, rule. You could say something negative and you know our rule. No. constructive criticism followed up with a positive. Okay, constructive criticism. I thought there was just a lot of spots shoved into this match, or maybe less could have been more, because mm-hmm. not everything was the smoothest. But the gymnasty boys are insanely underrated in the athletic department and they make me believe that I could maybe be a wrestler and pull some of that stuff off because you don't <laughs> think they can pull some of that stuff off and then they're Bro, spinning they're... they're spinning like a monkey around in a headlock like you know more times than Cesaro could swing me yeah yeah I I am a huge fan of the Gymnasty Boys uh they're the fan the match that turned me into a fan was when they faced um when what was the name of the team? Uh, Bucky Collins and the other guys with overalls. The hooligans. Oh, the hooligans. Yeah, I think they might have retired. Yeah, I, I saw a did. tweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, did they? I just happened to turn. Yeah, they oh. they were down in St. Louis and had their retirement match. Oh, oh wow! Against Warhorse, I believe it was. Oh, uh, well, the uh, Warhorse and his Viking friends. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. Can't mm-hmm. think of that guy's name. Um, but yeah, they were great. The hooligans. I'm glad we're you know. We got yeah, to watch got to multiple, mm-hmm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- that was the match that turned me into the Gymnasty Boys. So anytime they come around, like I get super excited. Space Pirates, fan favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think this had a lot of unnecessary stuff in it. Yeah. Um, just let them go do their thing. Uh, but, you know, because I really enjoy the, the, the comedy that they bring. The, the, the comedy spots from the Gymnasty Boys. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I, and I think this match kind of suffered. And, and it's... I guess the the one hard thing with freelance right now is they don't have a at least in the title picture, they don't have like an established local like tag team division. Tag team. Mm-hmm. Like they rely a lot on yep, people coming in and they're not like random people. Like a lot of them have history yeah. in freelance, but they're not here every week. Um That's a good point. every month. So like, oh yeah. Well, they're not here oh. every week either. Right. They got to report to the academy at <laughs> yeah, some point. Exactly. Definitely not every day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, thank you, Chris. Uh, but yeah, but I, so I think ever since the workhorseman left, mm-hmm. like that's something that's been missing. But luckily, we have the space pirates are so great. And they're here every month. So yeah. like, <laughs> that's credit that, to them for yeah. traveling. Bring in Davy Bang in August. Like, yeah, like, I give, mean, give, give them to the well, that's, to yeah. Space Pirates. Like. That's exactly, you said the example that Jeremy said was missing was, I mean, they're, they're there, like, the the violent, or the Academy or Violence is Forever, Davey mm-hmm. Bang, Davey Bang in August, mm-hmm. and those are those are local guys that... The, the uh, issue there, though, is you have a team like the Space Pirates, 
just been teaming for so long and they're veterans in the right i think we had the hey. same case with uh, like you mentioned uh where it was the locomotive versus the space part the, the spaceship analogy analogy that um the manix gave us that one time where it's like who like because there was no nothing that was stopping um the work workhorse workhorseman yeah, yeah the workhorseman so like there was no team that could dethrone them yep until you had another team with all that legacy behind them Yep. To come in and, and take that over. So who's that next team? Yeah. Who? So in words of Goldberg, who's next? Who's next? Oh no. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. So yeah, you're right because the legacy is built. You you said it perfectly. But the the I want to point out the stat because you know the freelance uh, commentary crew is fantastic with this stuff. Um, we basically just repeat what they say. <laughs> but uh, six six title defenses. Yes. Three away from the workhorseman. With who have the record at oh, nine, wow. have the record at nine. So exactly what you guys are saying. I just hit the microphone. Um, you know, they've just been on a roll. Finally, someone dethrones them because the workhorsemen, while they were winning, so the space pirates were also winning on the side. Mm-hmm. So now they were. Someone's mm-hmm. got to be winning on the side and be good enough to overthrow the kings. Who would that be? Um, all right, this takes <laughs> us into the main event: Kylie Ray versus Robert Eagle Anthony. With the clown. This was refed by Andy Two Juice, senior referee. I like how you just call him the clown. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't name. get a first name. <laughs> That's what we started calling him that too. And James, uh, James is like, why do you call him the clown? I'm like, I don't know. We just kind of started calling him that. Yeah, we just started calling him the clown. Uh, you know, gimmick aside, he was very nice with Itzel. So I got to thank him for that. But, okay. Um, yeah, like, dude, this was insane. Like, when I was watching from far away, I, all I saw was blood. Yeah. Like, Blood everywhere, uh, whatever I got, you know, to see. And then when I went back and watched it, it just, it was too much blood. It was ruthless. Kylie, yeah, Kylie was out of control, that psycho Kylie. Yeah, but she refrained yeah. from using the chair. Right, right. There was she, a I point. mean, she has she glimpse, hasn't fully gone. Yeah. Of, um, of, I'm, I'm trying to hold back. This is bad. I'm good. Yeah. But there's times where she just loses it. It's kind of like a little bit of like a Star Wars gimmick where you're not like mm. you're getting pulled toward the dark side. Yeah. But you're staying light. I kinda. mean, the whole ego, all ego and Frank Thon wanted to do was take away Kylie's smile. And I don't think they succeeded, but they definitely made progress because yeah. there are moments mm-hmm. in that match where I was like, okay, well, Kylie, Kylie's probably going to win, but how she's going to win is not the Kylie that we know. Yep. Um, which... It's exciting to see like a new side of Kylie, but also terrifying. Yeah, you know? because I was I was scared of what where and, she was going. And really, like at the end, <laughs> the, the the victory, how Kylie won, was not the way that Kylie usually wins. No, no. you know it was uh, she squeaked three, one out. Yeah, three Death Valley drivers and reversed the pin because Ego uh, uh, Anthony was exhausted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just turned that into a crucifix pin, and that was the end. Yeah, Kylie is like that. Like it's like that flight attendant who is just or like that person working at the airport who just like has a deal with just like the worst people all day and the, but puts on a smile just puts on a front puts on a smile yes we'll work in her tail off until finally one day she's just going to explode on everyone in gate c4 and all the children in that gate and just and just as a 
person who works for like American Airlines just shouting at him. Did you have a bad experience this weekend? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually flew Southwest. Um, shout out to Southwest and shout out to Midway for being the superior airport than O'Hare. Mm-hmm. You're here first. Oh man, I think everybody knows that though, right? Midway's better than O'Hare. No, I love O'Hare. Do you? You like yeah. you like uh, just longer lines and. No, more shit. You just fly early in the morning, and there are no lines. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. I did fly early in the morning, yeah. and that's why I'm still exhausted. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that concludes the show um, for sending the clowns. Uh, we now we're going to go into the power rankings from Richard. So let's listen to that, okay. and then we'll come back and talk about the upcoming show, Lucky okay. Punks. Richard, yeah. better not get this wrong. Do we have to strap you into the chair? Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to run up and I'll go find him right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. How's it going, Two Hills in the Face Nation? You know who I am. You know why I'm here for the freelance wrestling uh, power rankings for Send in the Clowns. Before I start, I want to thank everyone that came out who made it a sold-out show. We literally had to turn people around at the door, which was incredible. But without any further ado, let's get to these power rankings, these very controversial power rankings this month. I know a lot of you all won't agree with what these rankings are. So I think I think I'm ready for the heat. I think I am ready for the heat. Coming in at number 10 is our favorite little big man, uh, Kenny Sutra. He finally pinned all three members of the Take It Home Records. His destiny was fulfilled. He's got his revenge. Coming in at number nine are one of my favorite tag teams like in all of independent wrestling right now, which are the Jim Nasty Boys. Incredible match against our champions who will be later in this ranking. Um, everything from their entrance, like... If you if your interest is back that ass up at juvenile, you deserve to be on this ranking. Let, let's be real. They had everything. Uh step stood dancing to it. Just them coming through the curtain, it just oozed with charisma, which was incredible. Uh coming in at number eight is uh the Kobe, the Diamond Tiger Ram Jam Durst. Shit, that's a long name. Again, he's had an incredible victory in that scramble match this month on top of everything he did last month. Like, I definitely see big things for Kobe Durst in the future of freelance wrestling. Now, here goes the controversy. Coming in at 7, 6, and 5, respectively, are Mark Wheeler, Pat Monix, and Effie. Dude, I could feel I could feel the heat coming from everyone listening to this right now that are pissed off about this. Let me start off by saying Effie and Pat Monix had an incredible match, possibly one of the best matches on the card, easily because you know they teamed up, they know each other moves, so it was all mind games that they had to do. But the reason they're five and six are because of Mark Wheeler, because of if Mark Wheeler didn't do what he done, we don't know who would have won that match. So that's why I had to give them five and six. Mark Wheeler for number seven 
is because he made a statement, a big statement at the previous show. He basically demanded a title match for the next show and he stole the title. Like, come on. <laughs> That's something big, something huge, something no one expected. Like when he came out, I'm like, he's probably going to get hit a few times. But no, he wiped out everyone, demanded a title shot and he just took the title, ran off. Where did he go? I don't know. Somewhere around here. Coming in at number four is uh, Robert Anthony. Like You can't deny that match. That match is definitely match of the year candidate. Uh, even though he possibly bled his life out in that match, he put a clinic. Him and Kylie Ray both put on the clinic. Definitely had us on the tip of our toes. Like We didn't know what was going to happen. So kudos to Robert Anthony. Me being someone that's watched him for years, even in CZW, you can see that he never lost it. So my hat's off to Robert Anthony. Coming in at number three are the Freelance Wrestling World Tag Team Champions, the Space Pirates. The streak continues. Will they break the one-year Will they break the one-year record? We don't know. Hopefully. I mean, there aren't many other tag teams out there that could possibly stop them they're unstoppable right now <laughs> again a great tag team match great chemistry and hopefully we could see them hold these titles for a year or so coming in at number two is our favorite headbanger the IWTV independent champion war horse I mean I don't I don't even know how many title defenses he has had since he's won it but it's a lot and the competition he had at freelance was incredible i just want to see warhorse versus craig mitchell one time <laughs> just once book it freelance anyway coming again at number one is our favorite my favorite and your favorite the freelance wrestling world champion Kylie Ray. Incredible match. Uh, she's becoming a psycho killer, apparently, which what I love. Uh, we sent in the clowns and she put down the clowns. Another champion victory. Who will be her next challenge? We don't know yet. But uh, these were your uh, top 10 rankings. Let me go through them one more time. Number 10, Kenny Sutra. Number 9, Gymnasty Boys. Number 8, Kobe Durst. Number seven, Mark Wheeler. Number six, Pat Monix. Number five, Effie. Number four, Robert Anthony. Number three, Space Pirates. Number two, Warhorse. And number one, Kylie Ray. I think that's about to do it for me. I'll see you guys at the next show. All right. So there you have it. Power rankings by Richard. Uh, what did you think? That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who does he think he is? Mark Wheeler, number seven. Number he hasn't seven. even wrestled. How is he on the list? So Richard's Richard's list is purely based off last show. Well, he didn't wrestle last show, so you still have a point there. Yeah, he just he just he, he came in. He committed and there, theft. There were, there like were he made a statement. Exhausted. You made a, he made a statement. He <laughs> oh he got a title gosh. shot out of that. Yeah, again, but yes, he, it was a successful move. 
but how do you make the ranking without when wrestling? Bo- oh, wait. And one of the things that I did that, not talk about <laughs> at the end point. of <laughs> the last show uh, was that after Kylie wins, oh yeah, Frank the Clown comes back because he gets kicked out during the match, yeah. attacks Kylie, but who comes in for the save? And it's our friend, Craig Mitchell. So how did not if if Mark Wheeler made it to the to the scoreboard here to the power rankings? Yeah. Why didn't Craig? That's a good point. With a yeah. big save. This is, man. I'm at <laughs> And Dan the Dan got snubbed, and he had the loudest roar. Oh, that's he right. He did yeah. wrestle. Oh he, he did wrestle. There's a couple snubs on it. <laughs> you want to take a second look at this? Yeah. I'd, right. I'd, just just to refresh your memory, uh, Kenny Sutra man. number ten, nine gymnasty boys, eight. Kobe Durst, seven, Mark Wheeler, six, Monix, five, Effie, four, Robert Eagle Anthony, three, the Space Pirates, two, Warhorse, one, Kylie Ray. Yeah, I mean. I could see one, two, and three, but. Yeah, but uh, just Mark Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no Laney luck. And no Laney with those consecutive wins. My God. Wait, she didn't she win. Didn't, she didn't lose. No, no, no she, she, she didn't take the pin. Yeah. She, no, she didn't take the pin. But she lost. But, but she wrestled. She lost. She lost because uh, Dan the Dad was reckless with his belt. Yeah, Man. that's right. Yeah. Well, I can't believe there you have it. That wasn't very yeah. fatherly of him. Go find, go find him, and uh, tell him your piece. I don't know. If, <laughs> you know, I just, just be, be nice, Jeremy. And one, uh, once you're, because <laughs> I, I saw that pro wrestling tees. Uh, they have a, a very decked out <clears throat> ring at the academy. Mm-hmm. So no, what? Uh, what I need to do to Richard should not be in he a wrestling ring. No, 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 I respect a wrestling ring too much. Wow. wow. This is a street fight. Wow. <laughs> Chicago street fight. Yeah. A Bucktown, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> or you could brawl in the store at yeah. PWTs. Oh, Just well, like, no. <laughs> that a lot of work has good. been done yeah, to the shop. Can you yeah, brawl, no. can you brawl like, in an Aldi nearby, and then you could do like At the, the roof. Remember the roof that had those oh, ropes? That yeah. That, oh, that, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a ring. <laughs> what about at the Popeye's chicken? No, too no. much respect for Popeye's. Too much, okay. no. Maybe at the new Panera that built across the street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Look for that on IWTV yep. later this oh, month. Yeah. No, it's on pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> We're charging 70. <laughs> All right. Lucky Punks Freelance Wrestling takes place Friday, March 6th at 8 p.m. Central Time. Is, is it still considered the new start time after what? This will be the third show. It's still new start time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, until, Newish. Until uh, everyone knows. It's okay. Like news our time. Yeah. Well, a lot of people know since they sold out the show <laughs> last time. So I mean, some people they can get there quick enough and they got turned away. Yeah. Right. Get they, your, they won't. Or, they won't make that mistake this time. No, they won't because they listened to this and they heard your threat. That's right. That's right. And sure. they rearranged <laughs> a few extra seats in there. Yeah. So yeah, where did they put those seats? No idea. I'm, I'm sure they got bleachers, so now you get to sit up, uh, yeah. uh, so sit on a scaffold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> they, they built risers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so there's a few matches announced. I, well, I think it looks like it could be the, the whole card, uh, but I'm sure there will be surprises, maybe. Um, the One of the matches that's announced is uh, Isaiah versus Danhausen. I did not know I wanted this match so bad. No. Right. This, this is, yeah, I've heard show stealer potential. Yeah. Opportunity for a certified banger, for sure. 
And two, yeah, I mean, this is another another person, Isaiah's usually very serious. Kind of like an FA versus Monix matchup. You don't want someone who's usually very serious versus right. someone who's can turn it to a whole new weird level of weird. I, I'm so, pretty sure that the, that the Academy is going to get that tequila spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they're already, on, they're already on the outside, so it's easy. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. And then Isaiah will probably use the tights to win, as he's been winning all... With the schoolboy? Yeah. yeah. Schoolboy tights. As long as he doesn't swear. Oh, no swears. Mm, man. There might be a few. Right. <laughs> uh, another match that, was, that has been announced is the, max ta- the mixed tag match. Jesus Bryce and Elena Black versus Laney Luck and Acid Jazz. Yeah. Um, this is the second hi- second time this happens, right? We already had this mix tag no, match. Okay. No, 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 no. No, because there's no? one time Lainey was on the outside. She wasn't actually. In the oh, match. that's right. Yeah, right. She right. was just okay. like a manager. Yeah, she was a manager. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is cool. Yeah, I'm. You don't see a ton of mixed tags, and I, com- I think it completely makes sense for Bryce and Elena because they're the two members of the following you know the most and have seen the most. Right. Talk uh, about the the tech division, uh, Pariah and Warbear can you know also make yeah. make their way up in the tech division yeah. if they ever get a chance to wrestle on the show and not that's just jump true. People. That's another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a scramble for the number one contender for the Freelance Legacy Championship is Dan the Dad, Corbin, Kenny Sutra, Eric Cannon, Gary J, and GPA. Well, I didn't even write it that way on purpose, but that rhymes. Gary J and GPA? Gary J. I, I'm excited to see Gary J again. I think the last time Gary J... I can't remember. Oh, maybe that was not in Freelance. But I definitely saw him wrestle Tyler Bateman. And yeah. that was a slobber knocker of a match. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Gary J, Gary J is someone that... He's a little crazy. He's got a crazy side. He does. Yeah. Um, but in the best way, so... <laughs> But in I'm, the way that benefits the crowd. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what he does in a scramble like this because mm-hmm. I mean it's very very much. Um, he adds another layer that yeah. is not always there. So. Talking about layers, you have Corbin and Kenny Sutra in this as well. Yeah, what well, you have to wonder what the the rest of the take home records are going to be doing like. That's true. That's always that's always going to be a factor. It's a numbers game, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Who do you? So who comes away in this match? Uh, legacy title. Oh, you know, if we're talking legacy. Um, I, I would like to see Eric Cannon. Yeah. You know, get a shot at Effie for that, that that legacy, like just because there's legacy within within Eric Cannon, obviously in freelance. Very well themed to um, be. Then again, you know, you you love to hate him, and you hate to love him. GPA. Mm-hmm. I don't know GPA. I mean, again, he has his ways. It's he's it's been in tag matches, but he's on a bit of a losing streak. Like, right? Do you think he's ready for a title shot? He might not be ready, but it's just the three count away. Yeah, it's true. That's I mean that that is the the beauty of the scramble, especially because you don't even necessarily need to be the one that hit the the finishing move. maneuver. Yeah. yeah, right. You just have to be around. He's very sneaky so in that. In that that sense. is that is true. That does that does benefit GPA. You need to be smart, and if someone's smart, it's GPA. We could we could see a Corbin sneaking one out, and then the um, take it home records win the tag belts, 
and then they all hold all gold like they're the Undisputed Era. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nightmare scenario. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, that speaks to this scramble. Again, another -hmm. uh, another month where these are all viable contenders. Loaded. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's an exciting time. Tag team gauntlet match for the belt. I, th- I think so. That's I wrote it really quick okay. on my way over oh, here. This is the, <laughs> yes, for the freelance tag team titles. Yeah, Space for the Pirates. The, yeah, this is a, a big gauntlet here. Space yeah. Pirates, Four Star Heroes, Yardy Boys, Take It Home Records, Philly and Marino Experience. So I'm assuming this gauntlet match start uh, is like the ones in WWE, right? It's like two teams start. Yeah. So then one team's eliminated. A lot of this is going to be luck of the draw. Yep. Because the two teams that start are going to have the hardest path. And I assume Space Pirates are last because they're the defending champions. Mm. Is that how it goes? Or is that... It, it might be that they put them up first. First? Oh, so no. So they made someone mad. Right. Because... Yeah. Or maybe, someone slipped I, on a banana peel backstage. Honestly, maybe they, they feel that they are so... Uh, ahead of everyone else that this is the only way to neutralize it. Right. Mm, they're like knows? really throwing the kitchen sink at them. Who knows? This time. I mean, either either way, whoever ends up winning this match is going to be tough. Absolutely. And you're going to definitely earn this this title, these titles of this match. These belts. <laughs> these belts. <laughs> Championships. <laughs> the straps. Uh, <laughs> belt keeps your pants up. These can't keep your pants up. Uh, uh, depends on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> Freelance championship for the number one contender. Uh, this is Craig Mitchell, the returning Craig Mitchell, versus Robert Eagle Anthony with the clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is interesting. I mean, I don't, you know, this would be, a, you know, we saw Craig helping out Kylie, and this could potentially be turned into a Kylie versus Craig match. Is Kylie just gonna be? Are they gonna like shoot to her watching this this match on the balcony, just like, or watching it through a TV, but on a side angle, like they do, <laughs> like they do in WWE? <laughs> Kylie isn't on this car, although there's only seven seven. But yeah, this is uh, right. But it could be one of those where where Kylie's just watching, right? You know? Like she she's getting that you know cycles there from from the balcony i mean if you're gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna say that craig craig mitchell wins if you're gonna have to be craig mitchell you got to turn on a certain type of crazy because craig mitchell beat nick gage mm-hmm. and he's and he's nick coming back and he wants to prove some yeah so mm. so yeah you got to flip that switch killer kylie killer kylie she's booked for wrestle for his book for that warhausen show oh Ki- yeah killer kelly versus killer kylie she should yeah. just go straight psychotic. If you would have, if I, if someone had told me that match was happening, I don't know, four or five months ago, I'd be like, Kylie can't keep up. But after seeing her the last few months, I'm like, oh, Kylie can keep up. Yeah. <laughs> there is yeah. a part of Kylie that mm-hmm. I can't, I'm scared of. The, the flight, it, the flight attendant has snapped yes. or will, or will snap eventually. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have also another IWTV championship. Um, defense, right? Uh, this yeah. is the second consecutive one at Freelance, uh-huh. and it's Kobe Durst versus Warhorse versus Alex Zane, the returning Alex Zane. He's coming back from an injury, I believe. Yep. This is, I think, yeah, this is the way that, this is the Kobe Durst show some love match. Yeah, no I mean, he, he won that one scramble, and, you know, he keeps yeah. winning, so let's see. Yeah. Although, I, I feel like he just, I mean, although he did get that one one title shot with Kylie, 
I feel like it should have been a one-on-one. But, you know, now you throw Alex Zane in the mix, and it's uh, anybody's game there. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if Alex Zane was, like, in line before he got hurt. That's true. So it could be a situation where, Maybe. like, well, you're, you were in the hunt, so we'll... He was definitely in line at a Taco Bell this <laughs> week. <laughs> Speaking of, haven't eaten dinner yet. Oh, oh man. <laughs> joking, joking. Fasting. Guys, I'm joking. Okay. Um, Freelance Legacy Championship match. Effie versus Mark Wheeler. The rematch. Not the rematch. The match that uh, Wheeler was asking for. He got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think that, that Effie's just going to find a way to, to retain that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the pressure is entirely on Mark Wheeler. Because mm-hmm. I mean, with the statement he made, like he he brought this on himself. And if he can't Keep deliver, up, then what? Like, yeah. I mean, what, what is that going to say about him? Like, I guarantee he won't be on Richard's list Next, next because he wrestled, he wrestled, yeah, he lost. wrestled, he lost. <laughs> you brought your analysis game today, Jeremy. Hey, I mean, it's, they don't call me the brain for nothing, <laughs> <laughs> they also don't call me the brain. But do you think that Mark Wheeler is just so pissed off and angry? Is because when he was growing up, he played a lot of Goldeneye and everyone shot him with the golden gun and just like ruined his childhood and and now he signs of PTSD or he's just he's just angry at everyone. I mean, I'm no, I'm no psychologist, so I want to I want to uh, diagnose him, but yes. Okay. That definitely is true. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to roll with that. Gold, is that Goldeneye? Was that? Yeah. Do you remember that game? Yeah, but I was, 64. I, was, I don't. I was bad at video games, so I didn't play a lot of them. Yeah. I played like Mario 3. That was great. Sir regular NES? Yeah. yeah. I'm old. Yeah, that's the one with the the raccoon tail or whatever it was. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. You can fly somehow. Mm-hmm. Did you he's play a raccoon? Any sixty four? Yeah. I did mean, you play sure. Super Mario sixty four? Yeah, I did, but okay. I, I love it. I got a video then to show you after we oh, had done no. recording. It's like fourteen second video, but it's oh, okay. related to Super Mario. Let's show it now. Everyone at home would love to see it. Yeah, I'll tweet it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that is it for Lucky Punks. At least that has been announced thus far. Um. Any other predictions for this show, for the upcoming freelance? What's going on? Um, Who's the guy who says the movie quote, do you feel lucky, punks? The uh, actor. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's surprise appearance. Heard it here first. Mm. I don't know. I mean, he's like 90 years old. So... He better has gotten his ticket, otherwise he's getting turned away. <laughs> Reserve ticket, because you know he's not staying the entire time. No, 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 no. That's my prediction. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, realistically, freelance, uh, they're already doing great, but I just can't imagine them going anywhere but up. Like, it's an exciting time. Yeah. Like, definitely as a fan, to, like, be a part of where they are right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you could say they're the top promotion in Chicago. Yeah, which I mean, is absolutely. Which I, I feel like they're they're getting the most people in through the door than anybody else. And like excited and people. If, if you look at all, all these matches that we talked about, so the last months it all had a, all matches had a purpose to it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then talking about. These matches, even though like they all have a purpose, the only one that kind of feels off, but it's a dream match, I think, is the Dan Housen versus Isaiah's. Yep. So, you know, it, all the shows are linking together. Uh, that's what I really enjoy about Freelance, that every show has progression. Every match has a reason of why that's happening. 
And somehow they find a way to introduce more new people that I don't know into whether that's a scramble. And now the scramble even has a stipulation of being a number one contender. So, Absolutely. I think, you, I think the whole climate of Chicago wrestling, too, I think there's other promotions out there like pulling out. Like everyone is competing against each other. And mm-hmm. we reap the benefit being fans. But, yeah, it's like everyone, ste- everyone is stepping up their game. And everyone is like, you see like new content and new faces popping up in different places and they're trying to establish like new stars and that's across the board and like everyone's making each other better. So it's a, it's a, you know, a couple of years ago, we'd be like independent wrestling I think is the best ever. And then it's just like 2019, oh, independent wrestling. And it's just like keeps building on itself. And you would think, especially after last year, the, uh, the Indies were rated by companies that right have a lot of money to spend mm-hmm. and there was work for them to do but the the fact that the indies are still just as strong shows you like mm-hmm. yeah how healthy the wrestling I, industry is right, right. Like, that definitely helped like get the the names that we already knew the people that you know were drawing cards or whatever like that allowed them to go elsewhere and still mm-hmm. get that attention gets get that payday or whatever but now it allowed other people to also shine um, so this this new wave, and when we initially talked to to two Jews, I believe he was the first one who was like, you know, you see these these uh, waves of you know hype for wrestling coming, and eventually it's about to dive, and you just kind of ride the wave, but it's been steadily increasing. He's he you know when I talked to him, he's like, yeah, bro, I I thought it was you know we were gonna ride the wave and it was gonna be good for a while and it was gonna go down, and now it's like. You still, you know, wrestling demand is pretty strong. Whether yeah. you have yeah. all these options on TV, you could still go to a show. And I, you know, we say this all the time, and especially in Chicago, we're super spoiled. We can go to a show every weekend if we wanted to. Yep. Yeah. You know. Well, very well said. Golly, you know, puts out shows even like on weekdays. I think I, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. like you know, Golly's constantly putting out shows, and they're bringing yep. people like Aramis. They they're gonna have tourists coming through, so right. Like, it's 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 a buffet, guys. If you have that appetite, you should never starve, right? And what, just if you let's say you're afraid to leave the house because of this coronavirus, there's so many ways to watch it. Even yes. from your own home, like AEW um, isn't on streaming now. Yeah, they they have the A AEW so. on demand. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so it's like yeah, you're right. Like uh, IWTV for no matter who it is around here. Ground, yeah. yeah. No matter who it is around here, yeah, you don't even have to leave if you don't want to. I, I even know. Uh, which you is should, cool. but so I, yeah, I didn't make it out to to Revolution this weekend, but oh, I you saw did? that I didn't. Okay, sorry. Um, it was good. I, I honestly haven't even seen anything that went down oh, in the wow. show. Like um, I heard good reviews. Yeah, but I uh, the place on PlayStation. Like I turned it on, and even PlayStation was selling the pay per view. Yeah. Like, I had no idea they were doing that. I don't know if they've done that in the past. Like, whenever I watched a pay-per-view for um, AEW, I would watch it via Fight app. Yeah. Right? But uh, now it's even on, on PlayStation. On the, do they still have a network? I think they don't have a network anymore, right? Like, I don't know. The PlayStation View or whatever it was. I don't, I don't play Not video sure. Games, but you but could put the app, even if you could use the PlayStation as an app facilitator, too, as well. Right. But it was, like, being sold through Sony or something Oh, like okay. That. Cool. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it was on all the standard pay-per-view mm-hmm. options, and then also on BR Live. That's like the American 
one fight is only international. Mm, no. Okay. Oh, right. That's what I watched the other ones on Bleacher Report Live. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, it was great. Yeah, I, I recommend people watching it. It was very good. All right. If you got a promo code, share it with us. The promo code is Zaha. Figure out how sure. to spell that one. On exactly. Your own. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> if anything that Charlie has taught me is that you can create multiple fight app accounts. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm a multiple <laughs> accounts guy. Oh, the four fa- the four uh, coming in the four faces of Foley, three faces of Foley. That's oh, me. Oh man. Four man. faces of Castro. Just wait. Just wait till the the fight police come after you. <laughs> <laughs> Bad boys. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Let's right. wrap it up. Jeremy Saha, where can they find you and all your successes? Um, you can find me, I guess... Uh, in the parking lot yeah. of Pro Wrestling Tees. No, there's no, <laughs> park, there's no parking lot. <laughs> um, there is no parking lot. No. You can find me in social media. I think it's at Jeremy Zaha on Twitter. I think it's at Jeremy Zaha 1 on Instagram. Um you can add me on Facebook. I don't do anything there. <laughs> I don't do anything on Twitter. Instagram, I post every once in a while. You post you post a ton of photos uh, when you do the convention route. Those are my favorite. Yeah, if I meet a ton of wrestlers. Yeah, the, most of my Instagram <laughs> is just me with wrestlers. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm paying for... How, how's that book or that that, oh, uh, that book coming along? I got a lot to do still. I'm at... I'm over halfway done, which mm-hmm. is uh, pretty impressive. impressive yeah. But, uh, if you know Vince McMahon... Uh, and you can get him to sign my magazine. Um, let me know. Definitely reach out. I mean, I don't know how stupid Michael gets those. Uh, I know he has a few McMahon signed uh, Funkos, so I don't know if he can hook you up there. He does? So I, I, I've seen he's been posted. He posted oh, one some. Hold on, though. Is it the so, Vince McMahon signature just a V? Because I've seen something no like idea. that. Fraud? 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 But there's a... I am not an expert on signatures. I just know no. that... I believe it's legitimate, but you can tell if, if <laughs> Sorry, Vince I'm McMahon... Sorry, I'm M3 Toys. <laughs> if Vin, M3 Toys? No, he's fine. If Vin, I'm getting into this autograph thing. You can tell Vince McMahon like, is trying because mm-hmm. he writes out Vince McMahon. Mm. You can read it. Okay. But you can tell if someone like, puts 10 Funko Pops in front of him. Oh, it's so like, he's just like... It's like a V. So... I don't have time I don't, for all this. I don't want that in my book. No. I mean, I'll take that over nothing, but... Right. Just not when he's eating. Don't bother him for the same show when no. he's eating. Or at least bring the ketchup for a steak. You didn't mm. know that? He eats ketchup with a steak? Well, he eats... Yeah, he steak eats steak with, with ketchup. ketchup. Yeah. For such a manly man, you yeah. would think that he wouldn't need... Some, I mean, he would I'm have sure a steak he, so nice it doesn't need a sauce. Yeah. You, you, a lot of people forget, like, he came from, like, lower income... Like he lived in a in like a trailer park for the first like twelve, thirteen years of his life. Really? Yeah, he was not raised by his father. He was not? No. That's mm-hmm. why he put him out of business, brother. I think he respects his father, but right. they they he like he grew up in South Carolina. I think it's South Carolina, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh. When's that is that in a dock or that's uh, in the Jeremy book. It's yeah, I wrote stories there, you know. <laughs> Never forget where Man. you came from, brother. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, Vince McMahon, if you're listening, I'd love you to sign my book. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming. I hope you. This is a much more enjoyable. The, you've been on the podcast. That's why we didn't give you. you we gave you like a reg- recurring guest entrance because. People should know you by now. They're true fans of Tuas and a Face. Yeah. It's been a while, though. It's been a while. Yeah. And uh, you're always welcome. And I thought yeah. you brought great, fresh takes to 
the freelance analysis. Cool. I'll be here next week. Sounds right. good. <laughs> I mean, I know you want freelance to run every week, but <laughs> you know, that's, that's you're more true. than welcome yeah. to come next week. We'll work week. on that retainer agreement. Uh, we can get you on retainer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. I can talk to my lawyer. Okay. Yeah. I got to get a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us at twoheelsinterface.com. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Two Heels and a Face. Mm-hmm. That's number two, Heels and a Face. You can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Two Heels and a Face. Check out the cool merch. We have the um, Wrestling is a Buffet t-shirt yep. out there. Um, you can visit WrestlingWithUnicorns.org for Two Heels and a Face pins. Check out their cool merch as well. And Charlie, where can they find our episodes? Yep, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah, Jeremy complained, and then we got Stitcher Radio. So now, yeah, you, you could get that. you could be like Jeremy and get Stitcher Premium. Yeah, thirty four dollars, thirty four ninety nine a year. The best thirty four ninety nine. I know in the biz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a steal and a half. Yeah, no, no commercials on any Earwolf podcasts. Um, some other ones, so. I haven't heard. Now of we can't make money off of you because you're not hearing commercials. No, you guys aren't. You guys aren't in that thing. So I still okay. hear commercials for the years. Cool. I hear for you. I hear like commercials at the beginning and the end. Like yeah. just random That's, ones. Yeah. They're oh, not random. Yeah. They all contacted us. And <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> them. Well, yeah. yeah. You know. It's just random to me. <laughs> oh, right. You're not looking hey, for man, a baby. Or hey, like you that? are in the market for a car. There's a lot of car commercials. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, I'm a man of the city now. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's one with the take city. The, I take the train everywhere. You're so urban. Yeah, I'm a I'm a eco warrior now. <laughs> <laughs> Reusable water bottle. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Make sure to hashtag beat up GPA. Hashtag yep. repush Paco. Mm-hmm. Any other hashtags? I don't know. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Blessed. Whew. And we are done. I need me a boogie dog right now. You ever wondered what a two hills in the face boogie dog would be? Probably like beer cheese made of like Modelo. I mean, I know like Chris, he doesn't really like hot stuff like that. So probably like a jalapeno or like jardinera or something. I know know they like pizza, so pepperoni. I mean, it has to be two hot dogs. This is two, two people on the podcast. Or maybe you could say it's two hot dogs, but you actually get one, like dedicated to Charlie, who says he's going to come to a show, but he doesn't show up. (laughs) Yeah, I think that'd do.